0: Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om, I bow to the Lord Vasudeva. Joy to you, friends. We've come from now after 40 of these things. That first chapter of the Gita, although people toss it away aside, I should say, not away, as a, not very significant, is almost in itself a scripture. All the characters mentioned are uh, qualities that we need to work with, either for or against. And now finally we've reached chapter 2. And the first stanza is, Sanjaya continued his address to Dhritarashtra. Madhusudana Krishna then addressed him, Arjuna, overwhelmed as he was with self-pity and entirely disheartened, his eyes dim with tears. This is for me a very deeply personal uh, account. Many years ago, sixty years ago, I my guru had said, God, you must well, you must try hard for God will bless you very much. And I felt a period of great bliss then. I felt that I, if I never had anything more, it would be fine by me because I was always feeling so joyful and my meditations were going well. Everything was going swimmingly. And he went out to 29 Palms, the desert, and I suppose it's in the Mojave Desert. And uh, he was going to do his Gita uh, and other uh, commentaries there, dictating them. And he wanted me to come with him. And he said, I asked Divine Mother whom I should bring with me, and your face appeared, Walter. He used to call me Walter. And uh, I asked her twice more, and each time your face appeared. So I suppose he asked twice more to make it clear to me that Divine Mother wanted me to go and help him. And I thought this was be a, going to be a wonderful period with him in which I would be with him every day and he'd be dictating and I would be in bliss. Oh boy, was it different from that. After the first few days, he had me stay at the desert, at, our, at the monks retreat out at the desert. And that began the period of the greatest testing of my life. It was as if two forces were inside me, just the way it's described here in the Gita. One of them wanting God, wanting to advance spiritually, wanting to get out of delusion. The other side just afraid to death of anything that had to do with spiritual peace or calmness or uh, being out of the ego and out of the body. I can't describe it. It sounds, in retrospect, so completely absurd. How, would you, how could you be afraid of peace? I just was. That's all I can say. It was a delusion. But it seized me. And I, I didn't, it's not that I wanted to go back to the world, but it's as if all the world in my subconscious was trying to pull me in that direction. And I was just absolutely helpless between the two. I remember lying on my bed just helplessly, looking at the ceiling and not knowing what I could possibly do. I couldn't fight it i couldn't uh, it was a period of great suffering and i remember that so clearly that when i read this first stanza of chapter 2 i it comes to mind very vividly how arjuna with self-pity i was pitying myself i was pitying this this uh, uh, I had just wanted peace, and yet I didn't want peace, and I wanted joy, and I didn't want joy. And I wanted God, and I didn't know what it meant to know God, and I was just frightened and trembling between these two. And I was left there for three months. I never got to see my guru in all that time, and I was working on his, on his uh, uh, editing his books, and the time came afterwards when I spent a great deal of time every day with him. But that period before that, and finally I did work it out, and sort of the beginning of that was uh, when my parents came. They were living in France at that time. Having been shipped, my father was transferred to um, Bordeaux, and in fact he was made a member of the French Legion of Honor for a discovery of oil there and so on. And uh, I was to go see them. They were coming to visit me. And I remember, Master, I had been letting my beard, he told me to grow a beard. He said one time, why don't you grow a beard? And I said, you mean it, sir? He said, yes, why don't you try it? And uh, he wouldn't let any of the other monks grow beards, but I guess it didn't hurt to have one wild man in the crowd. And uh, he said, you can't go like that. After three months, a beard grows pretty well." So he trimmed my beard for me. And ever since then, I've tried to keep it like that. But uh, that was the beginning of my coming out of my, my difficulty, because what was the, the problem was I didn't doubt Master. I didn't doubt that he was Guru. I didn't doubt that he was enlightened. But somehow the doubt came, is he wise? Does he know what he's saying? I tell you, the confusion that you can get into on the path is something beyond reason i remember uh, marina uh, mrs brown uh, took the name mira uh, later on he said to her that uh, he said walter is so confused but he will get there and then he said it again walter is so confused well i was <clears throat> and reason couldn't take me out of it finally what could take me and what did take me out of it was realizing that it didn't matter. The, you know, you can have a thousand doubts, satisfy them all, and you'll come up with another thousand. And he told me then that your trouble in the past was doubting. This, doubt, this life I didn't have them, but those scars, those um, old uh, grandfathers, and so on, that uh, is mentioned here in the Gita. The tendencies from past lives, they come out, and there's just no doing, no dealing with them. They're there. You have to accept them. You have to face them. But uh, now, thank God I have, this was 60 years ago, and I have more faith than uh, most people because I've been through those doubts. You know, when you, when you break a, a bone, when it resets, the bone that forms around that break, is stronger than the rest of the bone. So any fault that you have, once you've overcome it, you develop a strength around it that, is, that actually becomes your greatest virtue. So now my faith is unshakable. But uh, at that time, it was causing a lot of suffering, and self-pity was paramount, you might say. I, rem- I When I met my parents, and I realized that We were in such different camps. They believing one way, I another. But I loved them anyway, as my parents, and I realized that that was what I felt for my Guru. I loved him. It didn't matter if he was everything that I thought he ought to be. Then I discovered, of course, that he was that and a great deal more. It was my limited vision that made me think that he should be this or that. He was much more than that. But love is the answer to doubt. And this is what Arjuna, at this point in the uh, Bhagavad-gita, has not attained that state yet. And he's just weeping for himself with the, to find himself stuck between these two camps and not knowing how to extricate himself. He doesn't want to go back. He's afraid of going forward. And there he is, just trembling in the middle. I hope you don't have to go through such a period. Anyway, tomorrow we'll talk about the dialogue then between him and Krishna. Joy to you.